Um, I want to start off really quickly. Go to Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3 and 4 with me. We're going to be talking about this the rest of the month. And what I want to title this message, uh, this, these uh, messages, is called Perfect Peace. Can you say with me, Perfect Peace? Say with me one more time, Perfect Peace? Perfect Peace. How many guys want Perfect Peace? There is a difference between peace and then there's a difference and then there's perfect peace, right? And perfect peace only comes from the Lord. Okay? We can find peace momentarily, temporarily in other things, but they do not last. But when we understand Scripture, when it talks about perfection, that perfect peace it talks about it being everlasting, okay? It does not end, right? And that is perfect peace. That's what I want. I don't know about you, but that's what I want. Other people are looking for peace in money, thinking, okay, if I have so much money, how many of you guys ever thought about this? If I can only save up so much money, I'll have financial peace, right? If I can only get this job, I'll have, I'll have peace, right? Uh, some of us try to find peace in relationships, right? Some of us try to find relief or peace in drugs or alcohol, different things, but they always end up failing us. ¿Por qué? Porque son temporal. Amen? Son temporal. That's why the Lord says, keep your mind on the things that are in heaven, right? He says, do not store up treasures here on earth, right? He says, store up treasures in heaven, right? Because here on earth... He says, particularly in his scripture, that things rust and they can be stolen. He says, store them up in heaven because the things, the treasures that you store up here on earth can be stolen by thieves. That's what the Bible says. Amen. So, so that tells us is that the enemy, the thief, comes and can steal our peace. How many guys have ever have your peace stolen? Amen? It's been stolen before by different things if we've allowed those things to happen to us. But what we're going to be talking about today is this question that I'm going to begin with is, how can we, how can I find peace? I think we've all started or asked that question before, and I did some research, and you know that on Google, when you search up the, the, the question, how can I find peace? You get over one billion results. One thing I can tell you, be careful with Google because you start Googling uh, symptoms and all kinds of stuff, Google will tell you a million ways how you're going to die, right? Do not look up symptoms and things like that on Google because it's dangerous. Then anxiety and all this, all this fear starts coming in. But, but everyone you can see, everyone is looking for peace. Everyone is looking for peace and how to find it. We get the books, we go to the conferences, we, we do the relationships, we do all the things that we think is going to find us peace. But the peace that surpasses all understanding comes from the Lord. That's what the Bible says. That's the peace that surpasses all understanding. And so we're going to be talking about this in particular. And I want to say this, and uh, if you're taking notes, write this down really quickly. 
And I want to say this. I want to say that being Christian does not exempt us from troubles, but we do have hope. Okay? Being Christians, I'm sorry that somebody lied to you one day and told you that being Christian, everything is going to be tulips and roses and everything else. It hasn't been, trust me. I've been doing it for over 20 years. It has not been. We live in different seasons, amen? But in, in, and throughout those seasons, we all experience trials and tribulations. But we can find joy in that. We can find peace in that through Jesus, amen? And so that's what we're going to be talking about today. Being Christian does not exempt us from trouble, but we do have hope. You can say, Pastor Joe, man, that's not what I wanted to hear today. I wanted to hear a pick-me-up. I wanted to hear an encouraging message and that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, which you can. But I want to be real with you and have you understand that, that it is important that we go through these trials and these tribulations because that is where the Lord is revealed. And through these trials and tribulations, guys, it's when we call out to the Lord. And through these trials and tribulations, we also mature in the Lord. It builds character. Right? Are you with me this morning? So we need to understand through the Word of God is that, what, that is what He wants to do. We said so last week in our previous message that God wants to be known. God wants to have a relationship with us. He's not the Wizard of Oz. He's not hiding behind some curtain. He's not... He, I mean, he was a través de un velo, pero Jesús, a través de ese sacrificio perfecto, lo rasgó. And now we have complete access to the Father. And so we understand that we can come to him in these moments of anxiety. Who here has, has fears and anxieties? Yes, am I the only one? I think we all have had that. But I want to be specific with you today. And I hope... Well, you know what? I do hope that I offend you today. I want to offend you because the Word of God is to, to convict us, to offend us. When somebody is offended with the truth of the Word of God, that is the Lord convicting us. So don't be mad at me. I don't care anyways, but take it up with the Lord. That is the Lord convicting us with the truth of the Word of God. And I want to say this to start off right away in offending you. The only people who can have peace of God are those that have been reconciled to God. So, so the question may not be, why can't I find peace? The question is, are you reconciled to God? Have you repented of your sins? Have you asked the Lord for forgiveness? Have you come back to the Lord? How many of you guys remember that parable, that story that Jesus told about the prodigal son? That, that, that young man full of pride, full of whatever, thinking he could do it all. Thinking that asking for his, his part of, of what, 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 what belonged to him from his father, asking for, for, for that so that he could, thought he could find peace. ¿Y qué fue lo que hizo? Fue y lo gastó todo. He said he went into town and he had a ball. He had, he, you know, bought drinks for everybody. He was with women. He had all the stuff. Y se le acabó todo. Dice que llegó 
a famine into that town where people grew hungry, right? And and, then everything went upside down. Some of you guys are too young to remember maybe the the, um, the 2008 when the economy went down. Do you guys hear stories about that maybe? But I was, I was, I was already, I already had like two kids and, and the economy went down. Can you imagine when everything, when houses were like 50,000 bucks and like 60,000 bucks, nowadays you can't even find a lot for that, right? So everything has gone up. It's so crazy. But <clears throat> in those moments, imagínense, that's when, that's when all this had happened to that particular young man. Pero dice que se encontró en un lugar que no era la casa de su padre, que se encontró working for someone else. Working for someone else. He, he had a job feeding pigs. And he came to the point where he was so desperate, like sometimes we get so desperate, that he wanted to eat what the pigs were eating. Y a veces lo que, lo que hacemos, porque no tenemos paz en nuestras mentes y nuestros corazones, a veces queremos lo que los demás tienen y creemos que ellos tienen la vida que queremos nosotros. But what you're doing is desiring what the pigs are eating. Oh, Pero hubo un momento en que se arrepintió. Dice que se arrepintió y dijo... In my father's house, even his servants have it way better than I do. So what did he do? He turned around and he went home. And what did his father say? Te dije, que te dije, no lo puedes decir sin mí. No, he said he was waiting for him down the road and just waiting for him with open arms. De que lo recibió, hubo fiesta y todo lo demás. You guys know the story. But I want to make that connection and so the only people who can have the peace of God say with me peace of God are those that have been reconciled to God you cannot have it both ways yeah you cannot have it both ways when you try to that is why we struggle with peace and anxiety and fear, and all of those things, when we're struggling with the Lord in that way. Lord, I love you. Lord, I believe your word. Lord, I want to follow you. But I also have these other ideas and ideologies and everything else that I'm listening to that that the world is filtering in my mind. Are you with me this morning? So, That's what we're talking about today. And that we can call, guys, is spiritual peace. Spiritual peace. Are you with me this morning? ¿Por qué? Porque ya hablamos acerca de las cosas materiales. Y esas cosas no te van a traer paz. Over everything else, I hope, my prayer is that you desire spiritual peace. Que aunque venga lo que venga dentro de ti, El enemigo no puede robar esa paz. ¿Por qué? Porque viene de Dios y no del hombre. You're untouchable. 
we're untouchable. We're going to have trials, but we would have the peace that only God can give us. Really quickly, in verse 3 and 4, we're going to understand four things. Ready? We're going to understand what, we're going to understand who, we're going to understand how, and we're going to understand why. We're talking about peace. Say with me, peace. What type of peace? From who, how, and why? Are you ready? The what. Say with me, the what. So what we're talking about in this piece is the quality of God's peace. The quality of God's peace. Okay? Are you with me this morning? The quality of God's peace. Y la palabra de Dios nos dice que es perfecta. That is the quality of His peace. How many girls have a diamond ring? Sheesh. Y'all was blinding me. Some, some, soon, you guys will have a diamond ring. Pero saben ustedes que hay diferentes niveles de calidad de, de diamante, right? We all want that high grade, right? But his peace is perfect. Perfect. Is perfect. That is the quality of it. ¿Por qué lo decimos así? Porque we, um, so many guys were here Thursday, right? Okay. We, we had uh, a brother in Christ, uh, Brother De Leon. He is a descendant of, of uh, a Jewish descent. And we were discussing really great stuff. And, and one of those things, because I had been studying about it, is because I didn't find the word perfect in the Bible. It's in our Bible that's written now, but in the literal translation, there is no word for perfection. The word perfect, it does not exist. But what it does, when you read it in Hebrew or in the Greek, it is shalom, shalom. And what that means is peace, peace. So it's repeating it twice. So it's not saying perfection, it's saying peace, peace. So in our understanding of that, in context of that, we're understanding what the Lord is trying to show us through His Scripture. Quiere hacer un énfasis en lo que Él nos está ofreciendo. Peace, peace. So in understanding that, shalom means completeness, wholeness, and soundness. So the peace that He's offering is completeness, is wholeness, and is soundness. Right? No. What, are, what, are, what are the fruit of the Spirit? Gentleness and self-control. Right? Right? <laughs> and and in scripture, it talks about also having a sound mind. A sound mind. When you don't have a sound mind, that means our minds are running rampant. Right? How many guys can't sleep at night sometimes? Be honest. Can't. Can't. Oh. I can't. I can't. I fall asleep. I, I, I'm... 
there's a group chat that I belong with the guys that I, I fell asleep quick on a chair. I don't, I sleep. That don't bother me. Right? So, uh, pero there's things that are keeping us up at night. For example, we're all human beings here. For example, what are the type of things that keep us up at night? Worries, but what? Responsibilities? Stuffy nose. Stuffy nose, okay. <laughs> what else? I couldn't hear you guys. What types of worries? Financial, good one. The future. Love. Okay, bills, scared of the future, okay. Okay. So in this, we begin to understand that we have completeness, wholeness, soundness. So this is what the Lord is telling us. He's revealing what's most important or should be most important to us because it's important to him. And that is what he has to offer. He's not here to offer you a BMW, a brand new house or more money or a blessing. <laughs> He's here to offer us completeness, wholeness and soundness. Are you with me this morning? So that is the what, the quality of God's peace. Number two, we're going to understand the who, amen? He, who he is. Again, we understood that he wants to be known. And as we read in the, in the, in the revelation of who he is, we find this is that he is the giver. Say with me, the giver. He's the giver of this, right? We're talking about perfect peace. And a, he's, he's talking about something that he's offering and he's the giver of that. Amen? Say with me, the giver. He is the giver. Write this down. God not only provides, but he maintains peace. See, the struggle that we have a lot of the times as human beings is that we believe that we're the ones that have to maintain that peace. Have you guys ever been given something that was like uh, jacked up and like it fell apart or somebody did you wrong or like sold you something that was broken you think the Lord would offer us something that we would have to have to work and maintain ¿Por qué? porque es perfecto we don't have to maintain the peace he's not only the provider but he's the one that maintains that peace but there's a key here in verse 4, we talk about, and, and it reveals to us, these names of the Lord. And this is where we realize how He is the one that not only gives it, but He maintains it. Are you with me? Amen? And, and in verse 4, the words that are shown here as, as, as uh, uh, revealing to, to us what the Lord, who He is, is he is number one. He is Lord. Say with me, Lord. And then it says that he is God the Lord. Say with me, God the Lord. 
And then for ultimately, then he says that he is the rock. Say with me, rock. Not Dwayne Johnson, but he is the rock. Amen. And, in the, in, and these are the three names that are being described in verse 4. And Lord, in the translation, is Yahweh. Say with me, Yahweh. Yahweh. And then God the Lord, and this is one of the instances where he used, there's used two names to describe who he is. God the Lord, basically what that is, is that his name is being magnified magnified and we understand that there is no name above his and so when he says God the Lord his name is being magnified and then we see how he is described as the rock and we can easily see and know that when we're on solid rock he is what he is safety say with me safety and he is solid say with me solid that is why he asks us to build our faith on the rock of who he is, Jesus Christ. Y nos enseña a través de la palabra de Dios that those who build their houses on sand will be washed away by the troubles of this earth. But those who build their house upon the rock, aunque venga lo que venga, lo va a mantener. No porque tú la construiste. O porque tú decidiste whatever design. It's because you built it on the rock. So, ¿importa la casa? Lo que importa es dónde la construiste, sobre de qué la construiste. But we are so tough on ourselves that we worry about the exterior. What, what does the house look like? My friends, it's not about what it looks like. It's what you have built it on. The rock. Por eso nos animamos a veces. Por lo que vemos. But when you see a house, do you even think about where it's built? I've seen houses, beautiful mansions in California that are just falling away. Why? Because the ground is not solid. Have you ever seen that? What do you call those uh, holes que de repente se... Sinkholes. Sinkholes. Beautiful holes going away. Because why? Because of where they were built. Wow. La tierra. So what are you focused on? When you walk into a house, you don't think about, hey man, this foundation is pretty solid. No, you look around, you're like, wow, the lights, oh my God, look at how everything is, you know, is done. So beautiful. We're distracted by the things that we can see in the physical. Pero Dios está hablando acerca a través de lo espíritu, el espiritual. La fundación, el fundamento que es Cristo Jesús, la roca. Amen? La roca. That's why ladies... Don't worry about what you're seeing outside in the shell of a man. Amen? The Bible says that God doesn't look at the exterior. He looks at the heart. And some of you ladies have been single for so long because you're too worried about what it looks like outside. But you don't know what a man is on his heart. Los chavos también no se me escapan tanto, okay? 
Los chavos también no se me escapan igual. Worry about the type of woman of God that she is. Let that be your concerns. Y a veces tenemos unas expectativas que nombré. Ni que tuvieras tan chulo tú también. O sea, come on. We're going to pray about those things. Amen. The what, the who, he is the provider, he is the maintainer, amen. He is Yahweh, he is magnified, he is safe, he is solid. Yahweh meaning that this, this name of Yahweh is, is a covenant name. Say with me, covenant name. It means that he is absolute, that he is all sufficient, that he is eternal and never changes. That is who he is. Everything changing around us, he never changes changes he is all sufficient he doesn't need anything or anyone to exist or to be amen and so in number three we're talking about the how we're gonna we're gonna be finishing up right now how how can i have this peace are you ready in verse three it tells us specifically stop googling stop buying the books stop buying all these things Read the word of God. In verse 3, it tells you how can you find peace? By being steadfast, by being focused with your mind, stayed on you, says the word of God. Dice que Él da perfecta paz para aquellos whose minds are steadfast and focused. Say with me, focused on the Lord. What happened to Peter during the storm when Jesus was walking out at sea? As cheesy as it sounds, I know you're going to be like, oh, here we go. It's Sunday Bible school. No. Dice que él, se, él dijo, quiero estar donde tú estás, Señor. Dice, él, ven a mí. He steps out into the waters and he was walking on water with the Lord. Pero cuando, dice que le empezó a dar miedo, cuando empezó a ver a su alrededor, he began to sink. Quitó la mirada en Cristo. Y nos dice Pablo a través de sus cartas, a través de las iglesias. To be focused, to, 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 to keep our minds on him. I want you to write this down. As Christians, we do not pursue peace. Hear me out. Muchos de nosotros, and I'm one of them too. We're so busy pursuing peace. I've spent finances and time pursuing what I believe is going to bring peace to me. But as Christians, we do not pursue peace. We experience, amen, given peace when we focus our, our, our focus, when we keep our focus on God. We don't pursue peace, but through experience and given peace, peace, we are given peace when we keep our focus on God. Entonces, instead of looking for the peace, it's all about focusing our eyes on Christ. Marvin. Focusing our eyes on Christ. Are you with me this morning? Honey, do you have that sample? I want to show you guys something. <laughs> Who's ever played baseball here? 
Yeah? Y'all play some baseball? When you're hitting, when you're catching, what is one of the fundamentals, number one fundamental about playing baseball? Keep your eyes on the ball. Keep your eyes on the ball. Keep going. En esta vida, en lo que estamos atravesando, some of us never play sports, right? <laughs> Pero one of the most important fundamentals of the game of baseball is to keep our eyes on the ball. Are you with me this morning? So whatever's thrown at me, if I can keep my eyes on that ball, that is what it, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to explain it to you, is to keep on eyes on what's most important. Que te despidieron del trabajo, que te dejó la morra, que, que pase lo que pase. My eyes are on Jesus. My eyes are on you, Lord. Pase lo que pase, Señor. Que me están pronosticando cualquier enfermedad, Señor. Mis ojos están... My eyes are on you. My eyes are on you. And if I can just focus on the Lord, everything else fades away. And it brings me peace that surpasses all understanding. You should be worried. You got cancer. No, my eyes are on the Lord. If I could just keep my eyes on the beauty and the glory and the magnificence of who He is, everything else begins to shrink and fade away. I don't have peace because I'm a certain age and I'm not married. Who cares about that? My eyes are on the Lord. The beauty of the Lord. My eyes are on you. My focus is on you. My mind is on you. And if I can keep my mind on you, I can experience that peace. But when we get to experience, take our eyes off of it, we strike out. Keep your eyes on Jesus, amen? Keeping our eyes on Jesus. I'm going to go through some scripture real quick. You can write them down, but I'm, I, they're, they're so good that I just want to go over them really quickly. Second uh, Corinthians 4.4. 4. If you can go as fast as with me as you can, go with me, please. Go on your phone. We can highlight them and do that. 4.4. 4. 2 Corinthians 4.4. 4. Check this out. I want you to understand this. In verse 4 it says this. The God of this age. Who's he talking about here? Who's the God of this age? The God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel that displays the glory of Christ who is the image of God. That's why, again, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to explain to you that the only ones that can experience this perfect peace are the ones that have been reconciled to Him. And so with unbelievers, this is what's happening, is that the God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel that displays the glory of Christ, who is the image of Christ. We need to understand how important the mind is. For the Lord. 
Porque a través de ella es revelada la palabra de Dios y la podemos entender. Some of us don't pay attention to those things, but it is, it is, it is essential. Por eso Dios nos dio una mente, right? To think and make decisions. Decide today who you will serve. That's what he's saying. Go with me to Romans. This is so good. I'm almost done, I promise. Romans chapter 1, verse 28. Mira lo que dice aquí. Furthermore, just as they did not think it worthwhile to retain the knowledge of God, so God gave them over to a depraved mind so that they do what ought to not so that they do what ought not to be done. You see how the Lord is working in the mind? Colossians chapter 1 verse 21. Colossians chapter 1 verse 21. It says this, Once you were alienated from God and were enemies in your minds because of your evil behavior, But now he has reconciled you by Christ's physical body through death to present to present you holy in his sight without blemish and free from accusation. And it says this in 23, if you continue in your faith, established and firm, and do not move from this from the what? From the hope held in the gospel. Where is hope held? In the gospel. Say with me, the gospel. In the gospel. This is the gospel that you heard and that has been proclaimed to every creature under heaven and of which I, Paul, have, been, have become a servant. Say with me, the mind. Finalmente, let's go here. Ephesians chapter 4. Verse 4. Uh, I'm sorry. Chapter 4, 17 is a, is, a, is a verse. Chapter 4, verse 17. You got it? It says this. So I tell you this and insist on it in the Lord that you must no longer live as the Gentiles do in futility. Of their thinking. Of their thinking. Have you ever surrounded yourself with people that are just small thinking? Negative thinking? We need to get away from those people. We need to love them. But sometimes people's thinking will drag us down. Sometimes other people's thinking and ideas and ideology will divert us to another route, will sidetrack us as well. Are you listening to me this morning? I'm not saying that. It's what the Word of God is saying. That you must no longer live as the Gentiles do in fatality of their thinking. Check this out. They are darkened 
in their understanding and separated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to the hardening of their hearts. Having lost all sensitivity, they have given themselves over to sensuality so as to indulge in every kind of impurity and they are full of greed. That, however, is not the way of life you learned when you heard about Christ and were taught in Him in accordance with the truth that is in Jesus. You, say you, say I, were taught with regard to the, your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires. Verse 23 says this, to be made new in the attitude of your minds. To be made new in the attitudes of your minds and to put on the new self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. That is who God is. He is righteous and he is holy. Should I keep reading? No, let me read this. I'm going to end with this. Woo! I'm almost done. Romans 12, verse 2. We've read this this verse so many times sometimes we just read it superficially but it says do not conform to the pattern of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind then say with me then then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is his good pleasing and perfect will. Do not conform to the patterns of this world. Ahorita en este momento, there is a battle and a struggle for the minds of this generation. They're trying to tell my children that they can be whatever they want to be. That they can choose to be a woman if they want to. That they can choose to be and do whatever they want to and do whatever they want with their lives. But the Bible says your life is not your own. So if the Bible tells me that my life, it doesn't belong to me, that means God created it, but for a purpose. And so what that tells me is that I don't define the value of his creation. He does. Are you with me today? There's a, there's a struggle for the, for the minds of this generation. There's a battle every day. Even for us older folks. I'm the oldest one. People always laugh when I tell people that I'm the oldest one in prayer house. So it's like, 
There is a battle. There is a struggle. Guys, every day, this morning, I woke up struggling with my own mind. Lord, can you use me? Lord, is this what we're supposed to be doing? Am I in the right place? I want to give up. Almost every week, I want to give up. I want to be honest with you. But when I keep refocus my eyes on Christ, by the power of the Holy Spirit, my mind is renewed. Pero, you know what the key factor is here? Dice que, que la renuevemos todos los días. Do you pump gas once a year? Unfortunately, no. I wish, right? Ladies, when do you guys do your nails? Every week? Some? Some are like, I don't want to say. Maintenance. Girl, I hope you don't. You'd be dead. <laughs> Science says that we should eat three times a day, right? Everybody has a different diet. But we have to eat every day. Si o no. We have to drink water every day. Si o no. Right? I'm not going to get into all the scientific things about it, but if we don't eat or drink, we will die. Right? Pero por eso el Señor nos dice que todos los días tenemos que renovar nuestras mentes. Porque Él conoce the struggle that's in our minds. So, so what, is, what am I trying to tell you? That we're going to have struggles. But we need to keep our eyes on Jesus and say, God, renew my mind today. Keep me focused on what's important. My wife, my children, my community, prayer house, my relationship with you, Lord. Keep my mind focused. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then, say with me, then. This is why I say again, if I haven't pushed it enough, only those that have been reconciled to God can experience the perfect peace of God. Porque dice aquí that if you do not conform to the pattern of this world, but then you are transformed by the renewal of your mind, then you will be able to, able to test and approve that what God's will is. Pleasing and perfect. When something pleases you, what does that bring to you? Peace, satisfaction, peace, satisfaction. It is satisfaction. And then it says that his will is perfect. What does that mean? That his plans are better than ours. His will is better than ours. His will is perfect. 
His will is perfect. Something impactful that I learned from uh, uh, talking to Brother De Leon. He was here. He didn't say that to me, but I was talking to Uzi about it. Um, he's, I'm going to share this much, but he, physically, health-wise, he's struggling with health struggles. And he knows we're all going to be, come to our futility, right? We're all, we're all going to die one day. That I can guarantee you. But it impacted me in the way that this man described to Uciel and what his mind is. And I said, that man has peace. Because he knows that he's going to die one day. I hope not soon, but one, one day we all will. Amen? But that man has peace. Because he says that, in the way Uzi put it, that he had said was, if it is God's will, I'm at peace with it. That Jesus didn't come just to cure me or, no, his main goal for Jesus was to come and to save you from eternal damnation. Por eso dice la palabra de Dios, check this out, in Matthew, los discípulos se le acercaron a Jesús and they were so excited, so stoked. They were like, Jesus? Even the demons with our name, like, they are cast out. We're so pumped. Look at what we can do. And Jesus says, don't be preoccupied with those things. He says, don't put your treasure in that. He says, rejoice that your name is written in the book of life. But echamos más emphasis en lo que, ¿qué es lo que vamos a hacer aquí en este mundo? Guys, en este mundo no va a durar nada. Now, do we get blessings? Are we instructed to do things here on this earth? Yes, we do. And you know what? We're responsible and we need to steward those things the way the Lord has asked us to because we're all going to give account to the Lord one day and say, He's going to say, before you, He's going to say, what did you do with what I gave you? Pero lo que Él nos dio no sea más importante que el Señor mismo. Are you with me today? So, I want you to stand up with me. I know I was a little long, but I wanted to get this through. Did we learn something today? I want to close with this. Let's go to Proverbs chapter 23, verse 7. 
He says this, for he is the kind of person who is always thinking about the cost. Eat and drink, he says, to you, but his heart is not with you. So lastly, we're talking about the why. Why? Say with me, why? Why? Because we trust in Him. That is what the scripture says in the beginning with Isaiah is because those that trust in Him, are steadfast in Him, are focused on Him, will be able to achieve this perfect peace. Because we trust in Him. And so when we trust in Him, guys, we trust in God. That means that we believe His ways are better than our ways. Philippians chapter 4, verse 7 and 9. Check this out. And the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, and if, if anything is excellent and praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put into practice. And the God of peace Say with me, God of peace will be with you. Will be with you. I want to close with this. I know I just closed like four times, but I want to, I want to close with this. I want to leave you with this. Ready? This is how we apply the word of God. Okay? Una cosa es leer la palabra de Dios y otra cosa es aplicarla. Para madurar en las cosas de Dios, se tienen que aplicar la palabra de Dios en nuestras vidas. Can we do that today? I want you to do these four things. Are you ready? I want you to pray. Say with me, pray. I want you to thank. Say with me, thank. I want you to think. Say with me, think. And lastly, I want you to practice. Say with me, practice. In Philippians chapter 4, verse 7 and 9, it tells us to pray, to thank, to think, and then to practice these things. Okay? 